a Shishkin Productions podcast. And I wrote my note. I wrote as the birth of the five shining moments format. That's that's that yeah. was an important important moment in. That, that's one of the five shining moments of Sizzle Reel history. <laughs> it really is. is. That that's basically what we're doing right now is five shining moments of Sizzle Reel. <laughs> we, we've done nothing but, but audio listicles for the last six episodes. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome back to another episode of the Sizzle Reel Podcast. Yo, we are back in the Crypto.com podcast arena. arena. It's it's been like a month since we've recorded in here. Today, class, it's time for Sizzle Reel 101. Literally, it's Sizzle Reel 101. It's the 101st episode. Yep, we we had a... We're going back. Episode 100 was a a rousing success, right? Is is that the word? Yeah, it was rousing. Yeah. It was... It was a success. Well, let's, whatever. <laughs> it happened. It happened. We can do a quick. We can do a quick recap of it, real quick. But first, plug the socials. Oh, you know, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Sizzle Real Gang at Gmail dot com, and of course, we have the Sizzle Real Cold Line. Brr. That is three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. Wow, You're trying to speed the tempo up. That got trying stressful to make at the it end. more more interesting for the listener. Yeah, if you we're we're gonna record that theme and tempo map it so that way we can bring it into pro tools and really fuck with it you know what yeah I mean? very cool uh we have engineer will in the studio today he's he's actually holding shit down first time he's been in here in what two months uh no it's last week. oh he was here last week he claims he claims <laughs> he claims i'm not here i'm not here much myself to be honest so yeah, there, there was a while where, like, I was the only person in the the office for, like, two weeks. Yeah, I mean, we haven't recorded in this studio in, like, a month. Yeah, yeah, because we were remote for the, the Minnesota ones. Uh, we did. And then I was in Chicago. Oh, yeah, so we had to do that remote as well. And, and then, then we did, we did live. Real live. Yeah, it's been, so it really has, it's been, like, nearly a month, if not if not a whole month. Uh, it's good Chris, to be back. What's up, man? What's popping? Like I said, it's Sizzle Real 101. We're going back, back to basics. Yeah. It's 101. Yeah. Um, I love that joke. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of Dalmatians in the studio today, so if you hear any noises in the background, that's the Dalmatians. Yeah, just ignore them. <laughs> Will, did you step on the Dalmatian? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to walk around. There's 101 Dalmatians in a tiny little podcast studio. The, the Sizzle Real energy is wild today. Uh, okay, what's going on, Chris? Oh, you know, just... Uh, Getting back into the the day to day grind, the swing of things. Yeah, hell yeah. We had we actually have it's finally been busy. Yeah, we have some new projects. Um, you know the MLS stuff still keeping us afloat. Matt King still keeping us afloat. But back Papa in the Matt. back in the fold, complex complex jumped back in. I know complex came back. They they, they were out on us for like what eight did they months. say? The cat came back the very next day. Yeah, well, it was Isn't like a song or something. Six or eight months later, got any goips? <laughs> I'm like mixing up so many references. You are everywhere right now. I know, dude. Manic energy. Everywhere to me. You know that song? Yeah, no, I've heard Will, it. Will, pull, pull that MP3. We're going to put it in the in the edit. Um, uh, Chris, yeah, things have gotten busier, though. I mean, we've been juggling, like, this week, I think we've juggled, like, four projects, I think. Yeah, you know, I actually said yesterday, it was... It's really nice to have four different projects going on at the oh. same time. Or was it five? It might have been five. It might have been five, yeah. You know, we had... You know, three three people getting the edits in at the same time. You were doing two projects. I was doing projects. Yeah. Um, 
Katie's out here helping with shit too. Yeah. And, and don't get it twisted. We mean Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. He's taking a side gig here. Yeah. Just down the street. He's like, you know what? I'm going to commute to Bushwick. But he's been tweeting about it and it's really weird. It's part of his, I think it's part of his holdout with the with the Nets. Yeah. You know, he's like, look, I, I can do other things here. He I don't actually, have to be a basketball player. Well, he actually had a meeting with me and was like, I need you to fire Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Kevin, like you just got here. How are you trying to fire the, the manager? Oh um, my God. No, I don't know, man. It's It has been, it has been busy uh i will say we did this one episode of the show hiking with rappers we, yes we brought it up on the um on the live show we sure. hadn't started it yet uh when we recorded that and now we basically have gone through a whole week of it yeah and uh, i remember on the live show i said i'm looking forward to it because i had a call with the producer he seemed chill and uh he really liked what we delivered he doesn't know that we both worked on it but yeah so i'll uh, eventually i'll tell him it's yeah you know the project started overlapping and, and we got behind so we just kind of tag teamed it you did like the first act i did the second act mm. we put it all together you know it's it's a team effort at i mean I, it was it was actually kind of a, a cool workflow because the episode was ended up being like 18 minutes or something mm-hmm. like that so this is almost like if you think about it in TV terms, we basically almost cut our first cut was 20 minutes. We almost yeah. cut a half hour show. Yeah, we didn't I mean, we didn't build in any breaks or anything, well, but it's almost like, yeah, a half hour of network TV. And we did it in like three days. Yeah, it's not and, bad. And it was nice because the way we managed to split it up was I did act one and you did act two. And then mm-hmm. literally I imported it. And for the first thing I sent off, I just dropped your sequence in and like, it was, you know, my whole sequence cut like on multiple tracks, like all the video tracks, all the audio tracks. Sure. Yours was just a nest that I just dropped in. Oh, you nested. Yeah. yeah, sense, I, yeah. I literally just dropped it in and was that like, fuck it. This is V1. Like they'll see where the story is going. But. Yeah. And you know, like, I think we've talked about it before, but our, our typical workflow is to get out a pretty solid V1. Like we're not trying to just like send, send a string out yeah. We you know, angles were cut. Yeah. Music was in there. Gra- graphics. Some graphics were in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, what, what we had. The thing was, I always say that I like for the V1 to be a piece where, if it accidentally got posted, it wouldn't be like the craziest thing in the world. Yeah, like people yeah. would still get the episode. Exactly. You know I mean? um, um, yeah, and it, it's been it's been good so far. We might do another episode. We'll see. Um, we yeah. also, you know, we have some stuff in the works. You know, at the end of this month, we're doing the the Shishkin Productions five year retreat in yes, New Orleans. That's right. That's coming up. Engineer, will are you going to be there? Yep. He said, "Yeah." And a, a little bit of serendipity. There might be a job. Like the the few days right before we get there, yeah. and a couple of days that we're already supposed to be there, so yeah. we might be combining work with play. <laughs> Fucking hilarious! You're gonna be like, like if that gets confirmed, you're gonna be like, hey, Lisa. So uh, I'm actually actually have to leave like Sunday to go to New Orleans for uh, work, and she's gonna be like, yeah, fucking right. Yeah, like, I'm serious. This I fucking actually, work. I actually already told her, and she was. She she was like not happy and then she was like oh but so happy for you yeah, yeah. it's like oh dude i'm gonna gain like 10 pounds in the in the nine days that we're there pound um, a day that's what i'm going for dude I, we'll hold you to it we're gonna put you on the scale that'll oh, be God. on the sizzle reel uh instagram <laughs> instagram we're gonna put uh stories of chris getting on the scale every day to check his weight um Chris, we got a couple quick voicemails. Oh, yeah. uh, we we we've gone through a hundred of these fucking episodes. So uh, last week we had a couple people call in. They said congratulations. Um, here they are. Yo guys, just wanted to say uh, congratulations on a hundred episodes. Wish you guys the best of luck. Um, had a great time being on the show. I'm looking forward to seeing who else is going to be on the show this year. And uh, big shout out 
Yo, Nana. Love you guys, man. Happy 100. That was Retro, of course, calling Yo, in. He said shout retro. out to Joe Nana. Joe Nana, of course, was on the 100th yeah. episode. By the uh, way, Retro, yeah. uh, our, our buddy, you know, former guest of the show, yeah. our friend Luis, Luis. He, came, he came through last week and he saw your, your book on the coffee table and he was like, yo, can I can I borrow this and go read it? Yeah. So uh, he's going to read that and then you two are going to host the show together. Yeah, we're going to, we got a very special episode in the works called uh, Luis and Retro and you guys are going to host the entire episode Domo and and you guys talking uh here's another one that came in hey y'all it's connor down in florida i just want to say congratulations on your 100th episode that's pretty rad um i was thinking about you guys the other day when i was floating around down on the st john's looking to shoot an alligator with a crossbow for no real particular reason other than you came across my mind so yeah anyway Happy 100th episode. Keep on keeping on. Sizzle, sizzle, feel the sizzle, y'all. I, I love when a sentence starts with howdy and ends with rad. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Connor is so interesting because now he's all like, you know, Florida country Connor. But growing up, he was like hipster Radiohead Connor. Yeah, 100%. So it's, it's very funny. Um, but yeah, he's Florida's sizzle, to him. sizzle, sizzle, y'all, as he said. Uh, yeah, th- we appreciate all the shout outs. Uh, you know, 100 episodes, whatever. We've been doing it. Um I actually, this kind of leads nicely into what I was going to say. So, um, the business, I have it here in the rundown. (laughs) You can can read the exact copy if you want. Uh, Biz was on life support for a second. Bow out of podcast, question mark? Yeah, so the business was on life support for... A hot like Two months. Yes, yeah, it was bad. Like, but last week... It was bad, like bad, bad. Like yeah. when I looked in the bank account, I was like, uh oh, <laughs> we have like one or two. Uh, sorry, I, look, just got to be transparent. We had one or maybe two, maybe two pay periods left of money. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. No, maybe. no, no I, I saw that's that if the pay I had, period got pushed back a week. Yeah, that's like if I had gotten paid. I would have had to I, I would have probably like put that money just right back in. Yeah. Because yeah. like it was it was not good. Um but yeah, I think money's coming. Money's coming next week. Got some notifications. Yeah, today, well, and so yeah we also part of it was projects that had been completed that we just hadn't been paid for yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is an influx of cash coming. Yeah, it's true. I mean And there's more work coming as but well. But that's always one of those weird things was like when shit is slow, it's like a it's like a tsunami. Like you know, they say like, oh, the first wave is is not the problem. It's what comes after. It's yeah, like sure. the larger waves that happen. So like, you know, yes, it sucks to be not busy in July. But what that really means is your cash flow it, come September is fucked. Yeah. Because normally those checks aren't hitting in July right when the work's done. Right. It's 30 work, to 60. Unless you work with Matt King, he just pays you immediately. But uh, shout out Matt King. But. It, yeah, right. It's 30 to 60, sometimes 90 Daddy if Maddie. it's the wrong, you know, if, if it's a wrong setup or mm-hmm. whatever. So that's why, like, it, right now was really like crunch time where it was like, fuck, we're paying right now for the slow July that we had. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, that's how it goes. Not good. Uh, having said that, yeah, I wrote Bow Out of Podcasts because I was, uh, we were talking a bit before the show and I was just like, man, like, I love doing podcasts and I think it's fun, mm-hmm. but we have not been able to, to, to like monetize it at all in the last two years Mm-mm. and like i think that if it's not like if we if i if we can't figure out how to make money off of it by end of the year like next year i think i'm like 
done really pursuing that. Yeah. I, I think that we should keep doing the show. I yeah, think the show's Sizzle Reel will it will continue. The sizzle yeah. will not fizzle. The sizzle shall not fizzle until we get to a million. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think sizzle reel and like rounds of sound are fun and they'll continue. But, yeah. And like, I mean, even like the small, like, like feminine features, I'm down to continue doing that. Cause literally they do all the work. They just send it to me and I yeah. post it everywhere and whatever. Sure. But like in terms of really like looking for podcast work, that's where I'm just going to be like, uh, I'm gonna let it just exist. And if it comes in, we'll take it, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to go actively looking cause it's, it's been hard to try to find that shit. Um, but uh, yeah, and then the next thing I have is biz dev efforts. So yeah, you know that's that kind of goes hand in hand. Sure. Like, when, when the business is uh, underwater, you gotta search for some rafts. I will say we were doing a lot of fucking biz dev outreach. At least I yeah. was. I've been doing a shitload. Like, and we have a, a meeting about uh, as of this episode. It'll be in like a couple days. But um, yeah, I need to get on that. I've been like hitting up every single fucking person I can even like to the point where I was watching house hunters the other day and uh, I, I like paused the screen on every like credits thing <laughs> and like I connected with the post supervisor I connected with like uh, someone else on LinkedIn and like anyone who's, who was based in New York right sure. who like I l- was interested in what they did mm-hmm. so if it was like a post supervisor or a head of post someone like that like what's so for someone like that who you you don't know you just got their name off of the credits like what's your approach to to introducing yourself i go to linkedin and i hit connect that's it no like special message do you follow up if they accept it i follow up and i say hey thanks for connecting um do you have like 10 to 15 minutes any point in the next couple weeks to chat i'd love to introduce myself and learn more about what you do Okay. But, uh, you know, it's cold, right? So cold, it's always hard to do cold shit. Like Mm -hmm. of the, the success rate is like minimal, you know, where it, a lot of people will accept the connection, but then like, you just never really, never doesn't really go anywhere from there. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, I'm guilty of that. People will add me and I'm like, oh, that title sounds interesting. Maybe they're useful. And then they'll just like be selling me on something that I don't actually need. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Sorry. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. It's like when it's cold, it's really hard because you never know if that person a is in a like decision making position. Mm-hmm. B, if they like need anything or if they're looking to build out their roster. Sure. And, you know, it's 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 a crapshoot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, if you're not going to shoot, you ain't going to crap. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I've never played crafts. I don't know if it fucking works. But uh, yeah, that's basically it, man. I don't know what the what, what have you been kind of looking out for biz dev stuff um my so my initial thought was i was going to go through linkedin and just search for any any sigma chi members who are in production mm-hmm. and it hasn't been as fruitful or as marketing a, marketing is actually a i think good marketing shout. is way way more important because production people aren't going to necessarily have work for you yeah marketing people will um but it's it's been tough to find um and then i i did join I need to check on this because I'm never on Facebook, but I joined uh, like SIGS and Entertainment Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't even know what that's kind of comprised of. And I don't, I guess doing like business outreach through Facebook is a little bit weird, but I did want to at least like make a post, you know, outlining who we are and what we do. And like, hey, if if you're in this industry and you want to connect, have a chat. I mean, it makes sense. It's a, uh, it's definitely worth doing yeah it's, that's the thing is like you just gotta you just gotta shoot a shot you never know like when shit is gonna be like 
when shit's gonna hit you know what i mean i don't know it's a it's a very very weird thing mm -hmm. it is tough though sometimes like because like linkedin is where i'll do most of my outreach and it, it kind of sucks like going through linkedin like it's it's almost like doom scrolling because like <laughs> everyone fucking is just it's just like everyone's commenting about all the cool shit they've been doing and how well everything's going and how their yeah. business is like like it's, growing it's like turned crazy. into the classic social media like looking at it warps your mind yeah yeah it fucks you up yeah because you just scroll through it and you're just like god damn all these motherfuckers are like doing some like incredible stuff and like here i am like recording a podcast at 3 p.m on a friday because i ain't got shit to do right <laughs> so i don't know man it's uh it's 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 kind of nuts uh it's the next thing i have in the rundown here actually is a uh, you can click on that and see it, but Timothy, it says Timothy Chalamet social media is bad, which basically Timothy Chalamet, uh, his, a quote from him. He said, it's hard to be alive now. Yeah. Societal I, collapse is in the air. I think it's always been hard <laughs> to be alive, but he says, um, I can't imagine what it's like to grow up with the onslaught of social media. Um, you know, he, then he goes on to like, just name like Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and all that. And he's like, it's tough to be alive now. Societal collapse is in the air. And without being pretentious, that's why hopefully movies matter. It's an interesting way to end it. But mm. he's not wrong. I mean, social media is a little bit uh, fucking disturbing. I don't know. Have you been disturbed by it? Uh, I mean, I'm not really on social media that often, so I'm not too disturbed. I do get on Instagram sometimes, and I I get that like that doom scrolling sense where it's like, damn, every everyone's having a great time. Like I'll look at stories and I'll be like, I I, I feel like I never have anything interesting to post on my stories, which honestly isn't true. I just my I don't think in terms of social media. I'm, yeah. I like to just experience it. Like I don't, I don't even take photos of most things that I experience unless they really stand out. It, to me, it's just like it's like extra work that I don't feel like doing. I'd rather be in you, the moment. Yeah, you have to live two lives. You have to like live your actual life and then your social media life. And I mean, that's kind of that's kind of how it felt. I was editing a small video for a friend, a little birthday video, and a bunch of people sent in their like, happy birthday, happy birthdays. And uh, it was just nuts like to see how many people knew this friend through like photography and i would imagine since they're all photographers they all have to really keep manicured social media pages yeah. and that's how they try to grow and then even one person was like yo when you get that when you get to a million followers or like when you get that it's first instagram reel that has 30 million views or some shit i was just like damn it's nuts that this mentality and idea like permeates people's brains like it's it's well, like mean, first first of month yeah you know, well, it's month. crazy because i mean for people like that social media it's not just interacting it's a business you know like they really yep. like you said they have to manicure it that way because that's how they grow that's how a lot of them make their money i've always thought about that shit where it's like if you have to rely so much on social media and like maintaining a kind of personality there like what do you do when shit change it just sucks you have to keep up with everything you can't just be like nah i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna do instagram or whatever like i guess you could but like it's not in your best interest it, for growth like you want to it, you know as soon as tiktok was a thing you were like i want to get on it i have to be on it and have a presence there soon it like you 
you should have a Twitch channel, you should have a YouTube, you should sure. have this, you should have that. Well, I mean, and I think that we might have touched on it before in a previous episode, but like a month or so ago, you were kind of pumping out videos for rounds of sound, right? And mm-hmm. it, you had to post it to like five different places and yeah. there's, you know, all these different deliverables and it's... It's a full-time job in itself. Exactly. That's why I gave up on it, though. That's why and I was that's like, not even fuck, like a, I, I don't have time to fucking do this yeah. every day. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and that's not even like guaranteed income or anything you know it's not a no, paid gig it's, it's like it's hoping a mon- to grow it's a money it. pit it's a hundred percent a money mm-hmm. pit it's fucking awful yeah. man like that's why i don't want to f- fucking do it and it's it's just it, that's like all of that promo like it all of that sucks like even me and engineer will we're talking about this the other day i was like i don't want to do any promo for this next album because i, I just like i don't want to and then he was like well why not i was like because i don't like it Damn. I don't like doing it. I think, no, not the album. Oh, okay. The, the album's <laughs> the, cool. The Money Pit. I don't, yeah, The Money Pit. Songs from The Money Pit. I uh, I don't, it's not that, I, I like the album. Yeah. I don't like doing, doing the, the promo. Sure. Like, it's fucking soul sucking. It's like, I don't want to every single day post another fucking TikTok using a sound that is from the album and then. You got you got to do, blah, like, you got to do a, a Dolly prompt called uh, no, Songs, songs from, from The Money, from money pit. pit. I really should. But like. The thing is, one thing I will do is make those Spotify canvases. Those are easy as fuck to make because okay. you just literally put like three clips. It's eight seconds long or whatever. And yeah. There you go. It's done. So those shits are easy as fuck. But in terms of like, you know, because I think the strategy is like you have to flood TikTok with like post. You have to do like you have to at least post once a day probably with yeah. like your new single. I don't Definitely. know. Engineer Will, what are you going to do to promo your thing? Uh. Give money to somebody else to do it. He's gonna give money to somebody else to do it. Yeah, that's all right. What I'll, I'll, do. T- I'll do it. Will <laughs> I'll <laughs> do the promo you it. don't want to do? I'll do the promo for you for money. My shit. It's gonna look tight too, you know. So he says he's into it. Yeah, he says he's gonna do it. Yeah, he sounded super. Twenty thousand? Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. I was gonna say I'll do it for a hundred bucks, but all right, I'll take twenty thousand. Um. And what do we got coming up this month, Chris? We got uh before we go to break, we're gonna. You said we're going to New Orleans. We're that's, going to that's New Orleans. Thing. That's happening. Uh, the questionable Q and A edits. Oh, which we're is, starting those. Yeah, that's what yeah. one of the things that we went to Minnesota for. Uh, Let's talk starts. about the ref camp shit. Shouldn't have said but whatever, I'll bleep it twice. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the ref camp. Yeah, so that uh, we did two two different uh, full length pieces. Uh, based around the all-star game one was the game and one was the skills challenge yesterday the game video went live and it's basically it's basically a gopro on the referee's chest to get a you know his view of how the game goes and then Mm -hmm. we also uh, me and vince were on the sidelines shooting so we have you know lots of different angles to cut to and then we have the actual game footage itself like the broadcast uh, and it just kind of gives a, a look into what the ref sees during a game. And the response seems pretty positive on on YouTube. People, all the comments are like, yo, this is super dope. Like, you, you should do this for League's Cup. You should do this for, uh, you know, just normal MLS games. We need more of this just because it kind of shows you a view that you never get. Yeah, it's in terms of yeah, it's, it's it's really weird, man. Again, this is back to we talk about metrics on the shit all the time, but like. You know, it's been up for 24 hours and it has like all, almost four and a half thousand views. So it's like not doing very well. I mean, that's but like it's I, also got 210 likes. So, yeah, I feel like that's, that's honestly about average for the videos that go up. Because when we did the 
the World Cup qualifier videos, the Octagon, I think the highest one was what, like 10,000? And yeah, those are true. those are really good pieces. Yeah. But it's just, it's that's the viewership that they have. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. It's uh it it's it is weird and we also don't know like what the the social cuts that we did you know we have no idea what the uh, metrics on that are that's a we, good point i didn't think about yeah that. we did one by ones we did nine by 16 so they're on instagram they're on tiktok who knows i um i yeah i'm interested to see like where this goes and if this has legs and if like maybe you know there's gonna be if any i feel like if i was a broadcaster i would be interested in a piece like this yeah you know what i mean well, and even during the broadcast, a couple of times they they didn't take it live, but um, you know, right after the event, they would show a replay from like for the skills challenge, they showed a replay from uh, Jesus Ferreira's uh, cam, yeah, like exactly, body camera, exactly during the cam. shooting challenge. Um, I think that it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good format. It's pretty cool. One thing that I will say, uh, maybe last thing before we go to break, is uh, this was like eleven minutes. And so the thing that we just cut, the hiking with rappers thing, that was mm-hmm. like 18 minutes. So I think slowly but surely we're getting into cutting like more long form shit. Like it's slowly getting more long form. Even the stuff that I've been doing lately for talking tech. Sure. That like the one yesterday was 22 minutes. And it's it's like kind of interesting to see that that's the direction a lot of this type of content we're doing is going. Because yeah. I think if we did a project like this three years ago, it would have the ask would have been to make it between four and six minutes probably i mean we did used to do quite a few complex shows that you know they hover around 10 to 15 minutes yeah that's Um, a good point that's kind of you know it just depends on the type of work you're getting yeah um i I think mostly you know i was doing those nhl top tens for a while and those were all like six or seven minutes that's Mm kind of what they go for we do so much sports oriented stuff that it, it's not really narrative based necessarily. It's mostly highlights that, of course, they're naturally going to be shorter. Um, mm. And even, you know, we even did that commercial spot recently. It's a commercial. Right. Of course, it's yeah. going to be 30 yeah, seconds, so. 60 seconds, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. I, I like the short form stuff because it's more digestible and like it's easier for me to wrap my head around and cut. But some things, sometimes it's easier to let let everything breathe and not have to cut down conversations and, you know, frankenbite them to make sense. Sometimes it's nice to just let them play out. And I actually have gotten more appreciative of that, um, of like letting moments happen yeah. and letting stuff really play out. Mm-hmm. Like you said, cause, um, I don't know. I used to cut like ADD, like really, really cut, like mm-hmm. cut the shit out of everything. And now I'm kind of like, ah, uh, I, should let the moment happen and you know well, why it, why edit it if yeah, it doesn't need to be edited exactly and i even heard you talking to uh the producer on on this hiking with rappers show the other day and you were like saying that yeah it, you know if if we need to cut something i prefer to cut in large chunks rather than just trying to find two or three seconds here and there yeah which i think makes more sense yeah yeah just like letting the letting the moment play out i don't know it took me a while to learn to think like that though because i used to really really cut ev i used to be so like gung-ho about cutting things out i was like no Mm -hmm. this is this has to go this has to go this isn't important this has to go yeah i think it's just also come from i think youtube has changed over the last like five years or so well yeah now i don't know what the average video length is but i'm assuming it's probably like 40 minutes or something like that. it could be i mean 
especially because there's so much gaming oriented stuff yeah. like you know just let's plays and it's literally just someone playing for 45 minutes to an hour you know it'd be cool to do like um uh, a let's play like live in a like a theater that like, would be kind of like wild. in an auditorium <laughs> if you guys are hearing any sort of uh banging there's someone upstairs who decided to hammer right, the that, floor hammering the floor would be a good idea during the podcast <laughs> record like okay i think they're live um no, but you, you do a, a stage and then you sure. put a table up there and you kind of hook everything up and you, you still stream it on Twitch. But then behind you is that like is also a live broadcast of your computer. Mm -hmm. So people who come and hang out can like watch you as well. So I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. That's happened. Yeah, I think they've done stuff like that. I mean, they have giant gaming tournaments, which aren't too far off right you know give the guy a mic and he can talk along with the crowd as well get some interaction yeah yeah and have it have the have the crowd uh give them a mic that they can pass around yeah, i'm sure ninja's mm -hmm. done something like that there you go and if he hasn't um by listening to this podcast you have entered a auditory nda <laughs> we we already know that from uh, past episodes uh let's uh let's do this let's hit the break button and then uh when we come back we got a very very special uh, second segment. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Rounds of Sound, the podcast where we go song for song with indie artists to find out their influences and the stories behind their songs. I'm here with Hannah Jadagu. The way I recorded my first couple of songs was all through my iPhone. We have Victoria Park. I was on Twitter as I am and it's like, hey, are there like any labels who follow me who might be interested? It's the one and only Liam Kazar. Yeah, here's what I'll say. You gotta walk all your gear up and fly the stairs. Okay, yeah, that's, that's never fun. That's, that's no fun. Check out Rounds of Sound exclusively on Spotify and find out the influences behind your favorite artists. That's Rounds of Sound. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Like Alexi said, we are here with a very special segment. Now, very special. We, we talked about doing a clip show, but we decided that was more work than it was worth. <laughs> Way too much work. So we copped out and we are going to rank our top five favorite guests we've had on the sizzle reel that's right it's the sizzle reel guest power rankings uh and you know we figured it's a very special labor day today a lot of people are not working hopefully most people aren't working um and we wanted to celebrate all of the labor that's come through this podcast mm -hmm. to create content for us to use absolutely you know um before we really get into it it's the sizzle reel guest power rankings so we should kind of establish baselines on how we thought about this. We each have brought to the table our five, our top five, our mm -hmm. five like power rankings, top guests. Sure. Um, but we didn't tell each other. So we're going to kind of reveal them one by one. Um, but how did you do it? How did you define your power rankings? Were there any certain things you looked for or any certain um, you know, factors that came into play? Yeah, I kind of thought about how fun I had on the show I like that specific show how fun I had how, uh, how much fun, <laughs> how I, had. fun I had on the how show. fun I had how much fun I had on the show um so I, I'm, I'm trying to read the list while I'm talking I was trying to think of how fun I had on the show yeah um okay that's one how fun I had uh, what was your second criterion how much uh criterion cri cri 
Criterion. Criter- I think Criterion is, is that right? A single. God damn, I'm crushing Isn't it today. It? Right? It might be. Yeah. Um, I thought about how unique of a guest it was, like whether it's just one of our friends or if it's someone we didn't really know who could offer new insights. And uh, I that's that's about it, really. I I said uh, I wrote a couple factors, but mostly there was two. Mine's was arbitrary. Qu- I just quantity and quality. Oh, okay. <laughs> so impact and impact of the episode. Basically, I was just like, however you want to define it, is how we'll define it. Okay. But I didn't want to establish these beforehand because I want this to be very like you know hodgepodge, and we'll see. So maybe. Let's do this. Let's start with your number five, and then I'll give you my number five. Okay. We're going to count down to the most powerful guest. Um, and, uh, you know, you give yours and then maybe a reason why we can reminisce about the episode a little bit. This sure. is, like you said, it's our little version of a clip show. Yeah. But less work. Um, so my number five is, as a celebration of labor, it's Katie. It's Katie O. Katie O. Wow. Yeah. Katie O. Yeah. She came on and we got to learn about her uh, her five shining moments. Yeah. And it's, you know, it was just nice to have her on because she's been one of our most reliable editors for like yeah. two years now. And she had never been on the show. Even. Well, and also Katie O is, is very, very quiet. She's a quiet person. Yes. Like. She comes out of her shell every once in a while, but she's she's a, she's generally like a soft spoken person. Yeah, but once so, you once you get her talking, yeah, to get her on mic and to like hear about her, because honestly, like I only know her kind of like as editing here and yeah. like soccer, and I know she likes music, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it was cool to hear like her actual like things that she liked working on and stuff that she was really like proud of, and you know what she enjoyed. Yeah, and she, I mean, she's also very young. In the industry, yeah. so like it's interesting to get that perspective from someone yeah. who's, you know, basically just broke in. If I recall correctly, it was a lot of music videos. Yes, that yes. was the whole vibe. Yes, a lot of uh, stuff at SCAD. Oh yeah, SCAD, right, right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Savannah shit. I th- I think I um, I'm pretty sure during that episode I had like multiple times been like fuck music videos. I hate them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like my ex- state of existence. I'm always just like fuck music videos. I don't like them. I don't want to do them. Um, if I do them, I want them to be very scrappy, very run and gun. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not setting shit up. We're just filming. That's it. Yeah. We're just filming and we'll figure it out later. You know what I mean? I, uh, I, I would never want to make a music video. I like watching them. What's your dream music video that you would have to make? Oh, like if you had to make one, you can, you can approach that however you want. You can name the artist or like the concept or whatever. I think for me, it would be, um, Bill Waters. I uh, got a new single coming out in September. No, that's right. Um, can I can I say the name? Uh, uh, I K Y K. I know you know. That, I want to do the video for that song, but he's not gonna let me. I don't think. Because I just talked about how much I hate videos. <laughs> <laughs> I walked myself down that path. I'm gonna do the video, and then he's gonna pay me to promote. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got chris um you know i really I, I don't have interest in it so i think my my perfect music video would just be uh oh what what did vince call them oh a visualizer a visualizer <laughs> it would just be a visualizer i'd set a camera down and uh just <laughs> and get a bunch record. and get a bunch of beauty shots awesome. like maybe set it down in a party and then that's like whatever happens at the party that's just the you know what's funny? Like if you did that at like 240 frames a second, and then just like 
that would that would actually work. I yeah, think. yeah, I think so. That focuses more on the music. That's the thing about music videos is anything can work. You just put music under video and it's a music video. As long as the music's good, right? Yeah. People will watch it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say it would be funny if you like made like Hillary Clinton drop a mixtape and you made like a video for her. That would be sick. Because this yeah. is dream shit. You can do whatever you want. Um. Yeah, no, I, I don't have those those grand ideas when it comes to that not yet no <laughs> not, not yet. yet kdo was my number four so you you you, you clipped my number oh, four I, I so my you. number four has been usurped i'm gonna mark it as usurped uh command you <laughs> usurped uh, <laughs> <laughs> um all right my number five and i have a feeling i might i might i might clip one of yours yeah, here you i think will. we're gonna have a lot of crossover yeah. number five this guy is basically more or less like a co-host or like a featured player okay. at this point. Yeah. I calculated, ca- calculated, counted how many episodes he's been on. It's Air Vince One. Wow. He's been on 10 episodes. He's been on 10 now? He's been on 10 of our 100 episodes. That's wild. So 10% wild. of the time, Air Vince One is on the show. That's crazy. That's I didn't realize he contributed that much. Well, he got his numbers up early and late so i think in the first like 15 he was on like three and then i think in the last eight he's been on three yeah yeah so, definitely like, like the tree fort re- retrospective the minnesota stuff well he was the minnesota one he was two weeks in a row yeah yeah so he um he's made a lot of appearances and that's where quantity really took it for me you know what i mean Vince like is a quantity kind of he's guy. a quantity kind of guy think about it like uh i'm trying to come up with cal ripkin Right. Not the greatest player, but he played a lot of fucking games yeah, in a row. Yeah. And so everyone's like, that's what everyone knows about him. Exactly. Like, oh, Cal Ripken played a lot. Yeah. You know, Iron well, Man. Was he good? I don't think he has records for anything except playing he, a lot. He was pretty good. But like, yeah, he well, this towards the end, especially even a blind squirrel finds a nut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, I think I know what you're saying. That's Cal Ripken or, and Vince. Air Vince one. <laughs> that is definitely Vince. Air Vince one and Cal Ripken, the two blind squirrels of uh, Sizzle Reel. Um, but yeah, man, Air Vince one, what, what else is there to say? I mean, 10 episodes, he's really grown over the episodes. Too. He has, he's learned how you to know? interrupt. He even brought in a character one time. I thought that was pretty funny mm-hmm. that he decided to take a chance on Mike, bring in like, uh, who, oh, Tony, yeah, to- Tony, Tony, the pizza, pizza man. Yeah. So that <laughs> was good. That. You know, uh, Vince, did, he, he didn't make my list. Uh, wow. Yeah. I took him off. Did you have completely. him as an honorable mention? I did not. He didn't even Whoa. make that. There's, dude, I didn't realize how many guests we've had. There's like five people who I, I was like, I enjoyed that. I would like to shout them out. But, yeah. you know, well, tough you keep, decisions. Keep them as honorable but, mentions at the end. If we don't have them, you can shout them out. he did not go to Sizzle Reel Live. So he got kicked he, off the list. Wow. You, so one little make or break moment yeah. like that. Yeah. You kicked him off the list I'm for that. I'm petty like that. Damn. Well, you know what? He's never going to hear this. So it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but um, no, I had to give it to him. I had to put him uh, as a as a trailing fifth man there because you can't fucking come on 10 percent of the show and not like. Yeah, no, he, credit, he deserves you know? to be on there. Absolutely. Every time we ask him if he's in the office and we ask him to come on, he's game. He comes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, sometimes he's got good shit to say. Yeah. And then sometimes more, more. he's just low energy and just looking at his phone the entire time. He'll like be sitting there like literally like this. It's great for an audio medium. Yeah, I had to do an act out. <laughs> I leaned back and grabbed my phone. Um, all right, that's uh, that's our number fives. So you got KDO, I got Air Vince One. Sure. Moving on to fourth power rankings, fourth best guest in the history of Sizzle Reel. I had KDO. 
Like sure. I, and I wrote my note. I wrote as the birth of the five shining moments format. That's that's that yeah. was an important important moment in. That, that's one of the five shining moments of Sizzle Reel history. <laughs> it really is. That that's basically what we're doing right now is five shining <laughs> moments of Sizzle Reel. We, we've done nothing but, but audio listicles for the last six episodes. <laughs> Shit is so bad. We've, get, we've even gotten meta with it. Oh my Shit God. Ridiculous. All right. I never met a. Um, meta. I, did, I never met a, uh, a, a, a list you didn't a like. List, uh, a listicle. An never audio met listicle. A five shining moments I don't like. <laughs> okay. um, all right. Next up, what do you got? All right. My number four are the Born Brothers. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> you thought I was having another little stroke? I was like, stroke. this man is out here fucking <laughs> wilding today. Why, uh, the, why the Born Brothers at number four? Tell yeah. me more. Tell me more. Um, I just thought it tell was. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well. Dude, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's one of Will's favorite songs to sing. He he does. Remember, Will, we were playing that at Tree Fort. Will would get his guitar out. He'd play it. He said the lyrics are very controversial, which. Are they? In retrospect, they're very bad. Oh, are yeah, they? they're really, really weird and bad. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's no good. You can look them up yourself. It's like Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Um, speaking of nerds. Born Brothers. <laughs> Look at that. Wow, I'm just joking. Up. I'm just joking. We're all nerds, though. Um, it's a fucking podcast yeah, about post production. That's true. The fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I just thought it was cool to get some insight from them uh, because you know they they're they're I, I don't know if they're mostly on TikTok, but TikTok's one of their main vehicles, and they do edit tips, and like that's basically what we were doing for like a year, you know, in in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I thought it was cool to see um, how they kind of created a character to teach you the tips. And I actually learned a couple of tips that I didn't know, like that link selection tool. I, yeah. It's so, it's so basic. There's no reason for me to have not known it. And maybe I learned it once and just never incorporated it into my workflow. Yeah. But when I watched it, I was like, this is a game changer. And I, I use it in every project now. The thing is with programs like, like literally any program that's like sophisticated i guess as like premiere or pro tools or whatever there's always gonna be like things that you don't know like yeah always, of course. literally always yeah. like you could think you know literally everything about it mm-hmm. and you there's things that you will not be able to 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 keep up with plus well, quantity there, there's two of them so that's true. That was the one. Well, no, we've had multiple guests on before. What's the most guests we ever had on one show? I think three. We've had. We've definitely done that multiple. Yeah, times. the March Madness episode. March Madness, and then I think <laughs> the um, Tree Fort retrospective. Tree Fort, we might have had four people. On. Yeah, no, maybe it was three. I don't. Who know. knows? Um, so that's your number four, huh? The yeah. Warren Brothers. I will say, they did not make my list only because they didn't record their audio. Oh, fair they, enough. That's yeah. a that's a that's a big. Uh, a big thing for me, you know, but now they still the, sound the listening audience does probably doesn't know this, but I've never edited an episode of the sizzle reel. Alexi I don't even know if you know it. how to use audition. Barely. Like I can, I can do a few things. I can do premiere oriented things in audition. Like I use yeah. it to fix audio, but I've never edited anything in audition. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you could probably do it pretty easily. It's like literally, I keep saying literally, I'm, I'm literally overusing the word literally, <laughs> literally. Uh, it, it is, it is exactly like premiere. Yeah. It's just, you take the timeline and just remove all the video and it's just working and it's, that's yeah, it. I'm sure, it I'm sure I could, if it came down to it, I'm a, a 30 minute YouTube video and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really easy program. Actually, you know what? Yeah, let's let's. You're gonna edit this one. Oh God, no, I'm, no. Just I'm just joking. 
Um, but yeah, man, no, they didn't. They didn't make mine, unfortunately. But shout out to them for coming on. I I kept mine. It's funny because I I kept mine all like kind of in the family. Like these are all people I personally know. I'm gotcha. Like, See, I kind of. I did a mix. Yeah. I did a mix. All right. Well, like I said, number four for me was KDO. So we're on to number three in the power rankings. Who you got? All right. Number three for me is the edit emu himself. Oh, Evan Mueller. Evan Mueller, one of the earliest supporters of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Evan was like a, like a generation one, like Sizzle Reel 1.0. Yeah, absolutely. Like when Sizzle Reel was still being written on paper and <laughs> that's like when we wrote paper checks. Uh, I don't know if Evan still listens, but he, for a while there, yeah, was he, really kept it going strong. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got a baby, you know, like, can't, can't, true. can't, can't. Brent, Brenda's got a baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, no, Evan, shout out, man. Yeah. I mean, so uh, having Evan on was really cool. He's been on two or three times, I think. Uh, the first time he, he's just very passionate about editing and like, he has all these cool insights and like all these programs I had no idea about. And he just, I don't know. It's, it was cool to get his perspective on all that stuff. And to honestly, I think that's how I met him. I don't think I've ever actually met him in real life. Oh, wow. I don't think I have. Oh, well, so one of the things that I remember now is... Or you, maybe I did it at Tree Fort once. I was going to say, one of the things that it was a Tree Fort, it was because yeah. you were taking over for his role Exactly. do it. So. so that was the other episode. And like, I actually, I don't know if I learned a ton, but I learned his workflow and like, he gave me some tips and... You know, I I had a successful week at Tree Fort, I think. I think the edits were I mean, on point. He's definitely like one of those guys who is just like an editor through and through. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like me, like I'm I'm good at editing, but I don't really think like an editor. You know, I don't yeah. know if that makes any sense. Well, I mean, he treats it as like a, a real discipline, you know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's always adapting to it and he, he's just like genuinely interested in, in new techniques and, yeah. and, and the, like the storytelling process, like you can tell he takes it very seriously and it's like his art for me. Like I approach it like business. I'm just like, I, I think of it more like a, like a producer almost where I'm just like, yeah. Uh, Am I maximizing my return on investment with this video? Like yeah. with my time spent on this video, I just like how much it. time can I spend on it before I'm like, okay, no more. It needs mm -hmm. to be done. It needs to be out the door. We need to get moving. We need to keep, keep ship going. You know? Yeah. And I approach like every micro edit like that, like every single thing I edit, even like as I'm going through and like, is, is this cut worth it? Right. Basically that's how I think about yeah. it. I'm is, like, is this cross is all worth it? Right. Uh, but, but, or like, if, if there's like a B-roll montage I need to cut, for example, I'm not going to spend, I'm not the kind of person who will spend an hour crafting the beautiful B-roll intro montage. Mm -hmm. You just pick and the I know first shots. Yeah. And I know people who do that, but if I have an idea on what needs to go there, I'll seek those shots out and drop them in. Yeah. Otherwise I'm just scrubbing until I find what looks cool. Clip it, drop it, clip it, drop it. And I like, that's kind of how never I never spend more. I never spend more than like five minutes on a fucking B-roll montage ever, you know, it's which that's probably not reassuring for producers to hear but like whatever that's just how i it, approach it. it it looks when you cut video to audio cues it pretty much always looks good no matter what yeah the so the um i don't know if she's still i assume she still works there but zoe who works on uh sneaker shopping she i think i've mentioned this on the show before mm -hmm. she always cut she's literally the best again literally the best montage cutter i've ever met in my life like her intro montages are always like so fucking sick. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, 
that shit takes time. You can't yeah, just absolutely. like, you can't just do that out of thin air. Like yeah. you have to take the time. Yeah. Like a lot of those sneaker, like complex sneaker shopping stuff that it blows my mind. I'm like, I don't know if I can edit that well. Like, no, I, I absolutely cannot. So like when I used to work on it, I would tag team it with her and I'd be like, yo, can you just cut like the entire intro and I'll just do the rest of the show? Cause mm-hmm. I'll get through the interviews really easily and like I'll lose swaths of the interview to get it down to what matters. Yeah. But like when I have to cut the intro of them pulling up in a cool car and then this thing swirls away to that and there's a drippy little drop and then like this thing, I, I, can't sure. do, I can't do that shit. Yeah. That's not me. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so where are we at? Number three. Number right? three. Yes. For me, number three, I put Braxton. Oh, I interesting. Put Braxton at number three. I said, and he's been on twice actually, <laughs> but I said it was a memorable episode, and what I liked about it was that it was experiential, sure. and we were made to feel like guests on our own show, um, because we got to do a job interview, and like I haven't done a job interview in years. Yeah, so no, it was, I it was actually really interesting. I actually really enjoyed that episode. Um, I guess I I I'll kind of reveal he's not in my top five, but he is one of my honorable mentions. I have written down, and here here's the reason I, he's not top five. Braxton. But I didn't get the job. Oh, I, I n- never my got the God. never got the call back. I had wow. it. No, I really sense. had a, it. Makes sense. Yeah, no, that was like a really cool interactive episode. That like I don't uh, not necessarily like got us out of our element or yeah. our comfort zone, but it yeah. was just a, a cool concept, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was in, it was an interesting look at like a different side of you know, whatever I was going to say the it's not really the industry because he works in a totally different industry, but like, yeah, but there's HR it, in H, every industry. It's just, it's just an interesting yeah. thing to think about like, Oh, a job interview. That's, that's interesting. Cause we don't do those ever. Like literally the way that we get jobs is word of mouth or like, you know, Hey, here's our real, here's what we do. And then it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's sign an agreement. Here's the statement of work. Boom. And we're off on the project. It's yes. not like, Okay, we're cool. not being grilled. Come, in, come into your third interview. Although Amy actually has been interviewing recently. Oh yeah, for a, a, a podcast. Job. No, like a, 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 a production coordinator production or something coordinator. like that. So that's cool. If she gets that, that'll be tight. But we'll have to we'll have to have Braxton on to inter- interview her job interview her. Yeah, see how she does. Um, but yeah, Braxton for practice. me that was that was number three. I thought that was a cool one. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a throwback. Um. We need to get him on again. It's been a while. Yeah, and I don't, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, and I don't even know if uh, group text is coming back. You know, yeah, I almost asked you earlier what's going on with that. I need, I need to text him. I need to ask. You know, I think everyone's just busy. And it's like one of those it's, things it's where now that, now that the pandemic is like not totally gone or whatever, but it's become back burner. Like it's not a top of mind issue yeah, for like part all parts. All, yeah, it's not a top of mind issue for every single industry right mm-hmm. now. Uh I think people are like traveling more and they don't want to fucking, you know, no one wants to sit inside do podcasts. Exactly. Um, on to number two. Number two. Uh, my number two is the editor of the film Emergency, Lam T. Wynn. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So you really went for like the big guests. The big guests were your like yeah, your top ones. I thought that stuff was, for me, it, it's the most interesting and like puts me more out of my comfort zone because it's not just having our friends on and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that because our friends are industry professional professionals too yeah but you know i don't i don't think i personally know anyone who's worked on a feature length narrative film and That's it's a good point and yeah. it's also like i really enjoyed the movie i thought it was a good movie and it was yeah. cool to get 
some of the insights uh, of like how, what his process was, some, you know, like kind of behind the scenes tea, I, mean, I guess. And that, like, that's our most established guest we've ever had. Exactly. You're right. Like literally it is the biggest fish. Yeah. And uh, it's like when Mark Marin got Obama. <laughs> we still have lamb. T- we still have lamb. T wins mug like in a glass enclosure right here. It's sitting here. It's you know that's what he did with Barack Obama's mug. I oh, think. is it really? Yeah, put in a in a he dome put a glass thing over it so like it's preserved. That's hilarious. Yeah. So we did that with lamb. T wins digital mug and Zoom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a good conversation. I know he, I, I he didn't know what to expect going into it. I think he he was under the impression that it was like a a strict typical interview for yeah. like a magazine yeah. and then it became like a conversation and we just kind of you know bullshitted. we bullshitted for yeah. like 45 minutes and i think he actually really enjoyed it yeah. and i think it was nice for him to talk to us it's probably it was, a good change of pace yeah absolutely and i, I, do I don't know, know how much promotion he got out of it but <laughs> you want me to look up that man? i'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> don't say tell him. but yeah i'm not gonna say it <laughs> um you, you know and that was when uh there was that's when we were still and look the post-it notes are still here but that's when it was a big part of our oh. kind of kind of uh you know je ne sais quoi or whatever <laughs> where we asked him if he would what, what he would marry fucking kill between bread rice and pasta yes yeah and uh you know that was the shout out a little shout out to bill waters on there <laughs> who is he in my top two is he oh. in my top two? Oh god we're gonna find out because huh. my number two that's right there Brian Mann. <laughs> oh, uh, so close. I didn't Bill even Waters see Brian Mann when I was scrolling down. That's that's yeah. a big one that I missed. Yeah, Brian is my number two. I thought that was um, so to give you insight into like maybe how I approached it now that we've kind of gone through it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to recognize that I was approaching this uh, in like how much fun I had basically, sure. yeah, and, like yeah, yeah. how like how like fun the episodes are to me. Not to say I'm not having fun when we have like, you know, Lamb or like or like Jeff Greenberg or whatever. on. Yeah. Like those are I still have fun in those. And mm-hmm. it's a very different type of fun. It's where I, it feels a little bit more like, oh, I have to keep shit moving or whatever. With Brian, I can like, you know, can bullshit with exactly. like Braxton. I can, we can bullshit, which is what I like to do on the show. No, I totally get it. But I wrote he's one of uh, I wrote that was one of our better performing episodes and generally a fun one. It was a long time coming. We always were like joking about how he would come on the pod. We did try to get him on the pod for like a year yeah. before it actually happened. And then I just wrote these a good talkers. You know, he's always fun to just like bullshit with and talk with. Mm-hmm. So talking yeah. how Mike's fun with him, too. Yeah. Um, That one and also we got, was to, we got to talk about wrestling. Yeah. And. <laughs> just, and I think he actually was like, didn't, I think same idea as Lamb. Like he didn't know what to expect with the pod. Cause I don't think he ever listened to it. No, nah, I don't blame him. Um, but here one second, I'm getting a call from a different Brian real quick. Yo. Hey man, how are you? Hey, what's up? I got you. I got you on speaker. Oh, awesome. I'm, uh, Glad to be here. we're doing, we're doing the podcast right now. You got anything you want to say to the listeners? Oh, I've actually, I'm a fan of this podcast. I've, I've heard several episodes it's the most well-edited podcast <laughs> that there is. I mean, like, just listening to it teaches you how to make a podcast. I mean, that's literally the point of it. Oh, uh, folks, this is Brian Herzog who just called in randomly, but we're going to be working with him, I think, a little bit later this month. Yeah. But, um, Brian. Yeah, in New Orleans. That's yeah. right. We just teased it on the show. Uh, Brian, let me call you back after this one. We'll have to get you on the pod at some point, by the way. Happy to do it. All right, well, I'll, glad I call, I called this opportune moment. Hell yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, call, I'll call you back in like twenty minutes. All right, peace, man. Sounds good. Yep, see ya. All right, talk to you later. 
That's a different Brian. Um, but he's awesome too. But uh, no, the thing with with Brian is uh, Brian Man. That yeah. episode, I don't think that he like necessarily knew what the show was no. or like took it seriously at all. Which you're not supposed to. Yeah. But I think he we was, don't. I think he was probably just like, uh, these fools are probably like just recording it at their desks and like blah blah. blah. And I know he's seen the setup, but sure. I think afterwards he was like, wow, actually sounded yeah. good and it was a good time. Yeah, and I, I think he. Uh, probably didn't expect us to kind of have the I don't know the rapport down like you know we have we have like a show you know I, I'm yeah, sure he didn't ex- yeah. I'm sure he didn't expect the the jingles or like the the, the segments the, all that exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. hey you know we know how to have fun um all right let's get to our last one this is the most powerful guest in sizzle reel oh, history powerful i see well, I, I, power, power rankings okay. i don't know, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> but this is the number one in your opinion the number one guest in sizzle reel history okay you this have, is big big stuff sure uh you actually just mentioned him uh it is greenies mac of course jeff greenberg of course shout out jeff greenberg H- head I mean, mod of r slash editors and which, colorists which is responsible for another segment that uh is um basically a content farm for us oh yeah yeah crash the boards. Crashing we haven't the boards. boards in a while maybe do it next week exactly i think we're at what on eight crashing the boards eight or, or nine at this point oh i have maybe no idea crashing boards nine well, usually we have to have a guest on for that yeah we'll, well we can figure something out yeah um no jeff i i just i thought it was really cool he's he's a great talker i feel like it added a lot of legitimate legitimacy to us like as a show because yeah. he's very active in the industry he's been doing it forever and he had all these cool little like programs and, and small uh, tips that I, I think that it was an actually informative episode, yeah. which are few and far between for this us. One, I mean, this one is just like, what's it called? Like self-promotion. Basically. Exactly. This one is so gratuitous. I know, exactly. <laughs> but, the, you know, that one, you know, we talked to him for like an hour or longer. You know, we, we really went went into it and we have gotten to meet him before as well uh at nab show in las vegas and you know he's been kind enough we were able to post that episode to our slash editors and we were even able to promote a couple of our networking events we were able to promote sizzle reel live Mm -hmm. on there like he's very generous with that Uh, he also actually got me in touch i still need to send that email but he got me in touch with the dude from uh no OWC OWC yeah yeah yeah. so I still need to see about that that that's gonna be a a wild one if that Mm -hmm. happens Mm because that's I mean so WC like that's like fucking that's big time bro yeah absolutely but um yeah no he's been super supportive he and like it's really cool because whenever I DM him it's I'm like very sheepish I'm like uh can we put our stupid podcast on your fucking thing? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you should. And here's how I recommend you do it. This yeah. And that. And it's like, like, it's like, oh, he's sick, very confident and has all like good advice constantly. And yeah, I don't know. I can't wait till he comes to New York again and he comes and uh, hangs out at the studio. Oh, yeah. Next time awesome. he comes to New York, we're going to have him live like in studio because nothing beats the energy of being in the crypto.com podcast arena. Oh, absolutely. There's a weird electric shock that comes into you when you walk into the studio. And yeah, I think it's because the wiring is wrong. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. God damn it. Um, <laughs> all right. My number one. I mean, you I already think I, know. I think I know who You already be. know who it is. It's Chris. No, I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. It's, you know, it is. It's Joe Nana. It's Joe Nana. It's Joe Nana. It's gotta be. He, uh, look, I wrote basically the producer of the fucking show, TBH. Why do you think we had him on 100? So, Which, so full disclosure, Joe is on my honorable mention and that's 
strictly because at this point I don't consider him like a guest. Like he's right. he's a part of the show. He's, he's, like a he's a producer on the show, yeah. and that's the same same reason I didn't have Will on because like. Uh, he, yeah, he's he's out there. He stepped now. out, but you, as soon as you want to pay him a compliment, he's not here. Well, yeah, it's it's just like he's a part of the show now, so it's because yeah. I did think back to the first time uh, Bill was he he was on as Bill Waters, mm-hmm. and he talked about uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's one of my all time favorite mo- <laughs> that moments. Is a, that is a classic in the, in classic the moment in the show. But yeah, you know they're just parts of the show now, so I don't really, you know, I don't consider it. Yeah. A guest. You know, I will say when most shows get to 100 episodes, it's syndication. Absolutely. So Sizzle Reel is about to be syndicated. Incorporated. Sizzle Reel syndicated, incorporated, overinflated, ego, we go back <laughs> to episode one. Damn, Snap. off the dome. Damn, that was fucking fire. Um, yeah, but no, shout out to Joe. Like, that was pretty cool to have him on and, and to have him, like, come all the way from Florida and, and do yeah. that thing. Um what was I? Okay, yeah. The last thing, I, mean, I, and I have one more honorable you have one more mention. mention. Let's hear it. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> the The reason this is an honorable mention is because it didn't actually totally happen. Uh, Matt King on the NAB floor, but one of the we overwrote one of our yeah. audios, so yeah. he te- he technically wasn't even a guest on that that episode but i thought it was really cool to walk around the floor with him and that and, was and talk that, about that, stuff that was like the lost episode it is. that one would have been so sick yeah but we'll i mean now that you know fingers crossed knock on wood throw some salt over your shoulder pluck an eyelash all those good luck things um is pluck eyelash one i don't, I don't, know. I don't know that hurts <laughs> uh, it's like i've had zero luck and uh and now things are getting in my eyes <laughs> um when when things come back, if we ever have a gig with Matt on location somewhere, mm-hmm. we'll actually do a real like on location with Matt King. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what would be a good sizzle reel episode it would be. <laughs> do those exist? Or this is going to be the first. One. <laughs> uh, it would be if we like were on set and everything was set up and we had like an hour to kill or like two hours and we did like a sizzle reel on set. Okay. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. No, I'd be but about it. We'll see what happens. Um, that was it. That's our power rankings. Yeah. What do you think? I think that was a pretty, I think we should make it a tradition to do that every, uh, hundred and one, like at the first of the century, right? Yeah, so absolutely. Episode 201. We're going to re re-rank our power rankings. Can't wait to do this again in two, two years. Two more years. <laughs> two more years down, down the drain. Um, yo, big shout out. Katie's going to be excited to find out she made both of our top five. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she will. <laughs> I'm sure she will give a, give a huge fuck about this. Um, but you know, we're going to tell her on Tuesday. Um, we'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. I'll make her listen to it. Um, what I was going to say was we, we actually teased this back in the first segment that we never got to it, mm-hmm. but, um, Quick recap of Sizzle Real Live. What'd you think? Uh, how, how do you, how do you think it went? What do you what's your takeaways from it? Um, I it's hard to say because of that stupid fucking bird play. Yeah, the, the play is actually called the stupid fucking bird. But it's also a stupid fucking play. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, I the entire time I was talking kind of like this. I was a little bit. I didn't have my normal podcast energy, and like I wasn't projecting like I wanted to. Because yeah. I was afraid of getting yelled at. And it's, yeah. it, it was, you know, that part was such a downer and it was kind of hard to to hear some of uh, some of the like audio cues and stuff from the speaker. Yeah. And well, that and that's just because we had that wedge pointed towards the audience. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I get if it. If we had another one pointed towards us, I think that would have solved everything. Yeah. But 
I think the actual concept of it and the space, the way we did it, everything worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And even like the audio quality was pretty decent. I, I was surprised by how good it sounds, especially we're recording on like $20 microphones. And having like that shotgun mic towards the crowd worked mm-hmm. really well. Like yeah, we got Lisa a lot of, just kept laughing Lisa the entire drove time. that fucking show, dude. Yeah, sure, um, she really came it was, through. She's like, from, from now on, every live show ever that we do, even not Sizzle Reel, she has a reserved seat front <laughs> right, right in front because she drives energy. It's it's great. Um, but I will say, like, all of that was cool. And it was a sick proof of concept yeah. that shows that, like, cool. Now we know how to do this. I had a lot of fun. Now we can it. do this again. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun, too. I thought the show was only 30 percent as good as it could have been. I was really, really I, disappointed at how um, the double booking happens. Yes. Yeah, and the play, the producer from the play coming over to tell us to shut the fuck up every 10 minutes. Yeah. I was like, I know I was trying to like not be mad during the thing, but afterwards for the next like two or three days, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. Like I, I was pretty unhappy. About I was how very that, unhappy how with that it. shook out. Yeah. I was very, like, we, we, very could, we couldn't do it. our own show. Like, yeah, because of their show and exactly. they and, and like, and they, we were booked first is the most we, annoying thing. I and, have the text from June. Yeah. And it's it. like first week of June. Appara- I it. Apparently they didn't need, they're not even paying for this. That's space. what I've heard. It's That's for the free. Tea. That's and the it's tea. like, yeah, but I was like, I was just like, bruh, when she was like, no, you don't understand. We have a show here. And I'm like, yes, yeah, we have a bitch, show here we. as well. And it's like, no, but this is our premiere. Yeah, this is our hundredth episode. We've been working two years to get to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, where I know you have an opening, but you also have a closing coming up in six weeks. Like you have a show every Sunday coming up for the next month. Two shows like, on Sunday. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Like, don't worry about it. Um, So my uh, my karmic hope is that uh no one comes to their fucking shows yeah i hope so too Fuck them. yeah i don't like them uh all right what we learned last week what we learned last week all right what do you got uh well i learned that uh yeah i mentioned him earlier guest to the show he's mm-hmm. having a baby that's right that's right i don't know if we're allowed to announce it but we just did oh so maybe all like seven people who hear this Hmm. Are gonna, are gonna Should I know. come up with another one? No, I think we're good. I think we'll uh, we'll bleep the name. How about that? Okay. And that way people won't know who that's, the fuck is that's having even a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. For me, I wrote uh, Tree Fort down. The reason I wrote that is because Tree Fort uh, submissions are open now. Ooh. And uh, they're now taking podcast submissions, which I didn't really? realize that they were doing. That Story Fort, I guess, and podcast are merging podcast fort. I don't know. Maybe but, the second... Sizzle Reel Live. I submitted us. So Sizzle Reel has been submitted. What if we don't get in? Oh, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get in. Oh, no. Because the thing is, like, I've submitted before to play, and they've been like, yo, the music, like, we would we would let you play, but, like, you're working, and you're going to have a lot of shit to do. Like, I don't know if you're going to be able to play on top of it. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. But um, I'll tell you what, if I ever do play a live set, I will play one place only and that's tree for the only place i'll ever play okay never playing anywhere I'll, else. I'll, i might go yeah you should you should you're gonna be in the band you're gonna be a backup <laughs> dancer you're gonna do the swamp bug in the back <laughs> swamp bug is a classic dance Can't um wait. chris where can the people find us oh we are at sizzle reel gang on twitter and instagram we are sizzle reel gang at gmail.com send us an email yeah what i forgot to announce the contest winner Oh. We'll announce it next week. We'll okay. announce it next week. Yeah. Uh, of course, cold line. Oh. Ready? With the tempo. And okay. A, one, two, three, 
4361. My math. 332 That's the number. Call it. Don't if, forget it. Don't write it down. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. It's like that SpongeBob thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, right if you want a mnemonic device to remember that, you know, people be like, 1-800, like, like now music or whatever. Sure. Yeah. So this is 332. You can say it's F-E-B, Feb, 332. Yeah. 333, DEF, D-E-F. Okay. Feb, DEF, 43 is HD. Okay. 61 is O-G. Feb Def H D O G H Dog <laughs> Feb Def H Dog That's the number Feb Def H Dog Call in Feb Def H Dog uh, That's a cold line We we will not pick up You'll leave a message It'll be great um, Anything else? How do you close the show? I forgot to close the show That's I think that's it right? Yeah I think so I think we just say See ya Yeah oh he's back You got complimented While you were outside Yeah Chris Yeah he said, uh, "He said you're an on- you were the last honorable mention of the five power guests or whatever. Yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. Um, thanks, everyone. Here's Sting. Productions podcast.